You are listening to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher, where I dive into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators and startup founders from Europe. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Eric here. And before we start the show, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's playing Innovators Can Laugh with me on Twitter and uh, is helping to make the show even better. Special thanks to Kevin Mango6 and later Wendy. Of course, these are their Twitter IDs. Uh, for playing this past week, uh, Innovators Can Laugh. Okay, let's jump into today's show. Into today's show, my guest today is Irma Lucoservincine, who is founder of Gen for Gen, which helps busy individuals and corporations with their daily duties, integrating the 50 plus age group as service providers. Uh, Irma, welcome to the show. Hi, hi, Eric. It's uh, really nice uh, to meet you. Nice to meet you. First off, did I butcher your last name there? <laughs> How do you say it's it? But that's fine. It's not, you know, the easy one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, so far, Lithuanian names have been the most difficult for me to, to pronounce. And uh, so for the remainder of the show, I'll just say Irma. Is that okay with you, Irma? <laughs> it it's short. That's the, yeah. Okay. In one or two sentences, uh, tell us about you. Uh, I'm your mom. I'm based here in Vilnius. Uh, I'm a happy two kids mother, first of all. And I'm busy building this uh, wonderful uh, startup because we all will end up basically, you know, being old. So as I'm a, a person who doesn't look uh, kind of... Uh, in the past, but uh, I do believe in the future. So that's how, you know, all these things comes. And I'm really busy now doing the stuff with basically seniors. Okay. This is so exciting. Um, when I stumbled upon your, your profile on LinkedIn and I read about Jen for Jen, I was like, I've got to get you on the show because this is really fascinating, especially with the baby boomer population. Uh, retiring or about to retire, uh, this is a service that I feel is very much needed, and uh, it's also inspiring. So, let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get started. Um, as usual, I like to ask uh, my guests just some fun questions about them to reveal their personality. Okay, so the first question I have for you, Irma, is what was one of your favorite childhood toys that you used to play with? Wow, that's a great uh, question. I had to think, but uh, probably, you know, oh, actually, I remember what we really liked, because like there were not many toys at that time, you know, where you can go to the store and buy because of this whole, you know, historical context there. Um, we used to actually draw and paint dolls uh, on the paper, cut them and, you know, like, uh, um, create new clothes for them, you know, and uh, we want them to look stylish. And like we would go with friends somewhere at friend house and bring as many kind of paper dolls there and play with that. So that was kind of cool. And I think that really good for, you know, creativity. Um, <laughs> anyways, if I think now, you know, back there. Yeah, but probably dolls were one of the things uh, I wasn't really into kind of toys. I wasn't a kid who really like uh, was into things, basically. 
Uh, I was a very active kid and uh, like uh, I went to all the after school activities I could. So I was kind of busy. Yeah. Kid from, you know, dancing, playing chess, uh, going to swimming pool, like all kinds. I think I've tried everything in my little town uh, <laughs> on there. So uh, I had, I had, actually, I had. Pretty good childhood. Uh, I had good friends. Uh, I still have uh, wonderful parents. Uh, okay. And I have good memories. <laughs> well, good. That's good to hear. All right. All right. Next question for you. Okay. Uh, tell me about an unusual food or drink that you like to consume. An unusual food or drink. Uh, maybe it's a maybe it's a combination of something, you know. Uh, it could be a combination of, uh, you know, for example, in 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 Texas, a lot of us eat watermelon with salt uh, on top, and uh, I don't really think anybody else in the world really does that. Maybe people in Louisiana do that, but I haven't really met anybody else <laughs> who does that. How about you? Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, sour cream, right? Like yeah. this sour cream, but it's not, uh, well, it's not sweet one. It's more like really kind of sour, basically. So I like putting that on uh, rye bread. Okay. It's not butter. It's not, I mean, sour cream is really something for me. I can, you know, oh, I, well, I don't do that often. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, I like, I can open this whole can and actually, you know, just eat it with the bread. Which is unusual. I mean, like people don't do that. Yeah. Which I don't like about the food. I hate potatoes in the soup. That's like my, like, that's the worst thing. Like, <laughs> potatoes in the soup. That's I don't like. Okay. About drinks, um, uh, I, I think I don't use kind of weird combination. Maybe, oh, maybe, you know, tomato juice with sour cream. Well, guys <laughs> in my life, you know. Yeah. I'm okay. I think I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've never heard that one. Uh, tomato juice with sour cream. Interesting. <laughs> you should try. I mean, it's refreshing, actually. Really refreshing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question for you here. Um, what would be an amazing volunteer experience uh, for you? Let's say you had the time. And you had a chance to go do a volunteer experience, maybe even for a couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months. What would that be? Okay. Uh, I started thinking, you know, first of all, about the country. I would like to do this. So, mm -hmm. But even, I think even, you know, to go somewhere in Lithuania, as we call it, uh, deep in the forest, uh, somewhere in... Uh, like a really village, village thing, and you know, and help uh, local people with their, you know, animals, basically cows, pigs, and you know, this kind of thing. Because we are so far from, you know, already. I mean, as a as a society, so far from these things already. So I think that would be an experience, and I think. That could last the uh, next three days, probably. Okay. Okay. That, that <laughs> you had a difficult volunteer job, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. This, this, yeah, this, I, ima I imagine like the rooster going off like at 5 a.m. in the morning and you're getting up and you're out okay. there. Okay. Okay. 
that's tough. <laughs> but that's, I think, uh, I sometimes think that I, I would even, I would love to try this, you know. I don't yeah. have grandparents in, in, you know, in the village or relatives that I can visit anymore. Okay. So, uh, so that could be a nice experience. Okay. Next question for you, Irma. What's something that people don't know about you? They won't see this on your LinkedIn profile. I'm very into karate, Kyokushin. And um, like um, the love of, uh, in love with uh, horses and horse riding. So I think these two things uh, I don't put in the, on LinkedIn because well, it's, it's more professional thing. But um, yeah, I just found this two years ago, this horse riding. And I think I basically want to end up my life uh, with, you know, um, six, seven horses uh, somewhere in countryside. Uh, okay. And I want to be, you know, good rider. It's, it's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to learn it uh, properly. Uh-huh. Uh, and you always with these animals, I think they are the most beautiful animals in the world. Yeah. Um, uh, I just sometimes like, you know, just to sit and watch them. But also you always get the, this adrenaline because of, uh, it's scary. Like every time you, you, you jump on the horse, it's, uh, it's yeah. like you are relaxed. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. So I like it. And I probably, I mean, that says a lot about my personality. I do like trying kind of things which gives me adrenaline. Yeah. So Kyokushin Karate is uh, also, you know, I mean, you basically can be punched very hard mm-hmm. every time you go there. So, um, are you two things? Yeah. Have you reached it? People know. Have you reached a specific level in, in the karate? Uh, like how often yeah. do you train? How often are you going? Like once a week or are you going more than that? I do it two, three times a week. Um, yeah. Uh, I did already for, I think, um, five, six years. Okay. Um, and I have, uh, it's called the fourth Q, this 10 Qs. So 10 is like the lowest, first is black belt, basically. So I'm on the fourth level and I still need to go through three levels. And I would have black belt, but it's, it's a challenge. I mean, with every belt, uh, with every step, uh, it's getting really, really difficult. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. Very fascinating. Both, both, both things that you're pursuing. All right, last question for you. Uh, tell me about a time that you drove a roommate nuts. Uh, maybe it wasn't a roommate. Maybe it was uh, a partner. Uh, what did you, what did you do to drive them nuts? Um. Well, I'm not really a person who you know drive people nuts. I'm a very positive person uh, I'm with lots of energy, actually. And maybe sometimes this energy drives people actually nuts. Yeah, it could be. It could be, actually. <laughs> but, uh, like, you know, like my husband is a very calm person. Uh, I don't think anybody like me could live with me in general. <laughs> so, but, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. like... Um, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I think my energy and uh, drives people a bit. And uh, I'm like, I'm seeing really things in a positive way. And uh, sometimes I think that I'm kind of naive about people. Okay. 
But when you're aging uh, and you get into your 40s, uh, like I look back and I say, hey, Irma, but this uh, approach and attitude really helped me uh, like through my life, through my, you know, experience and things uh, I went through really a lot. Yeah. So I keep on this path. I mean, I still think that, you know, people can live and uh, humanity will survive and we can live with each other and we are positive, nice, and uh, nothing bad will happen to you. Yeah. Just. So basically, that's my philosophy of life. Uh, and sometimes I think uh, I just really um, kind of... Uh, Piss off people okay. because they would say, you know, come on, Irma, like, uh, wake up. It's, it's, it's reality. Yeah. But like, that's me. <laughs> no, you got to have a positive mindset if you're going to accomplish anything in life. So I, I'm with you on that. Okay. All right. So now it's time for Innovators Can Laugh. I just sent you a link in the chat and, uh, how to play is I'm going to ask you, um, a question, or I'm going to tell you a question I asked a previous guest, and you have four, four answers to choose from to guess, to try and guess the answer that uh, the previous guest selected. So click on the video on the link, and you're going to watch, watch the video until it says pause. And you're going to learn a little bit about uh, Monica Katkute, who was uh, a guest on the show. And, uh, Go ahead, go ahead and hit play until uh, you see the pause, the pause uh, slide. Okay, okay. I pressed pause. All right, all right. First question I asked Monica, and um, oh, Irma, FYI, uh, at the end of the season, whichever guest gets the most points or gets the most answers right is going to receive a prize. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. First question I asked Monica, I asked her, what are you stubborn about Monica? Now here's the choices that you have a people who don't put the cap on the toothpaste B basic human rights, C dirty dishes in the sink or D any laws being passed by the state of Indiana in the United States? So A, cap on the toothpaste, B, basic human rights, C, dirty dishes, or D, uh, laws being passed by the state of Indiana. Which, which answer do you think Monica gave me? A, B, C, or D? Um, system, system, system. She was talking about systems. Okay, so probably... Uh, that can be too. Okay, let's go for dishes. The dishes? Okay, yeah. so you're going to hit play in the video. And again, stop it when you see the next pause, but hit play to see what Monica said. Okay. Oh, that was basically my words. Okay. Yeah, okay. You hit pause, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, next question I asked Monica. Okay. I said, Monica, tell me about a celebrity you had a crush on as a teenager. Okay, choices here are A, David Hasselhoff, 
B, Justin Timberlake, C, Leonardo DiCaprio, or D, Tom Cruise? Well, everybody loves Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Cruise. But uh, as I think she lost something, maybe she's in love with number A, basically number one. Okay, let's see what she said. Hit play. (laughs) And then hit pause when you see the pause. Yeah, yeah. I would never think that it's Justin Timberlake. Okay, but she's, yeah, she's, okay, she's, she's younger than me. This is the, you know, younger generation. <laughs> I should think about the age here, you know, not about like my okay. age here. Anyway. All right. Come on, Irma, you're over two so far. Okay. We got two more questions. You ready? Okay. I'm losing. <laughs> All right. Okay. I challenge Monica to give a compliment to another entrepreneur. Which entrepreneur did she uh, select here? A, Elon Musk. B, Vitalik Buterin. C, Sebastian Simatakowski. Or D, Caroline Wallerud. Musk. Elon Musk? Let's go for one of them. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Okay, hit play and see what she said here. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the founder of Klarna who is Sebastian Simetikowski. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last one. Last one. You gotta you gotta it's redeem yourself here. It's a <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh I asked Monica, tell me a silly a silly reason why you once cried. Here's your choices. A a dog had died in a book that she was reading. B, a Christmas, a Christmas advertisement she saw. C, she dropped a small bottle of her favorite perfume. Or D, she was watching Cinderella. <laughs> uh, I would go for Christmas uh, advertisement. Okay, let's hit play and see what you said. <laughs> Hey, you got it. Yeah. Give yourself a hand. All right. <laughs> one of one of four. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. So let's let's dive into Portugal. You were recently in Portugal. Uh, I think you were pitching. You were pitching for gin for gin. How did that go? Uh I had several, actual few pitches here uh, in Portugal. So one of them was was quite good. One of the investors are interested, and uh, so we yeah, kind of, you know, if the investor would say, please uh, send me your pitch deck, and let's have another meeting. That's like the best thing uh, what you can get basically in uh, during pitch days or pitching ads. So uh, we got on one investor interested. So let's see, let's see how it all, you know. Okay. You know. But uh, basically, in Portugal, it's uh, still, you know, this this whole startup ecosystem is. Uh, I think they still need, you know, to grow. I mean, they have really nice locations and people. I mean, there are opportunities, but uh, 
I think still, you know, the north part of, of Europe is really um, northeast, I would say. Really, really, uh, you know, number one, uh, basically, in Europe. Uh, in um, in terms of... System. Yeah, in terms of accelerators and uh, resources and everything, there's a lot of startups. Yeah. Exactly. Now, when did you know you wanted to launch Gin for Gin? And tell the audience a little bit of what it what it's about. I mean, what does it okay. solve and what does it do? Uh, it comes really from a personal story of mine. Uh, my father retired several years ago and he got emotionally ill. Uh, I mean... When you retire, you, you, you are basically cut from the society in 24 hours. Uh, and if you are, you know, well-educated man, uh, my father was uh, in different uh, managerial uh, positions of his life, uh, very professional one. Uh, uh, the work was always number one in his life, actually. And suddenly, you know, you end up on the sofa, basically. Uh, no social contacts, nothing. Um, so he got uh, emotionally ill and I said, Hey, like I need to do something. And that really actually forced me kind of to make a change here. And I called him and said, look, uh, help me with my, you know, my kids, with my, with my, with my house and all the stuff. So basically I've started introducing to new routine. Um, even sometimes, you know, just. There were not any needs, but I would think, you know, about tasks uh, for him to, to feel, you know, good. So he, he recovered um, and I started looking around, you know, what's going on in the world. And I found this age tag, uh, which is really booming now. Um, and that there is one billion people like my father globally. And uh, the number is doubling in 2050 which is uh, really, really kind of the industry we should all, you know, and all the businesses are kind of um, turning into. So uh, HTAC or SilverTech, uh, basically it's called uh, or Silver Economy. I mean, we use different, um, depends on the country, actually. Uh, so I started doing, you know, research and uh, I said, okay, so let's apply this thing, you know, globally. Um, so we started a little bit, you know, participating in different programs, basically sprints. I still was on my, on my, on my, on my previous job. Uh, so that was kind of more or less part-time, but, um, uh, in April, I participated in a hackathon organized by United Nations, um, and Oracle, Australia, um, and I met there my mentor, and he said, "Hey, Emma, it's, it's a great idea. Let's uh, let's. I mean, let's do it." Uh, so we started really working on that, um, and I, yeah, I'm like uh, full time on this project uh, since June, I would say. Okay. Uh, so. I had to change the the co-founders because my previous co-founder. That's what usually happens in startups, you know. The co-founder, you know, uh, left the startup, uh, so I found another one. Uh, so we are working on this idea and really trying to to basically um, help the seniors to get back to work workforce. Mm -hmm. um, but. Uh, what we saw that it's not a problem about only retired people. It's also a problem. It's even bigger problem with the 
an age group from uh, 50 to 65. Because that's actually, well, in Europe, it's the, the, the biggest unemployment in, in this age group. So we kind of, you know, said, okay, let's kind of expand our age range here and, and, and work with 50 plus. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we, we onboarded some of the people, uh, some of the uh, service, service uh, providers already in uh, Lithuania. And we have, I had, I had like a few, you know, success stories. I matched with the uh, companies and they found, I mean, they found their jobs, they're working there on their payroll. Okay. Uh, the initial idea was really about, you know, kind of short-term uh, activities and tasks uh, and which is really needed in, uh, in, in corporates, but also, you know, small tasks uh, with, the, with, the, with the houses, with the, with the people, with the busy families, basically, who need help uh, with the kids, with the house, with all sorts of, you know, things. Um, but I see that it really goes more B2B than B2C. Another thing uh, why we came actually here to Lisbon, uh, we also want to pivot a little bit our our idea, and we are thinking uh, and testing, and uh, we got quite good um, outcomes here. Uh, doing research, we want uh, also to connect students with uh, with uh, all the people, but all the people we are in this seventy eighty five plus group. Um, for them to, to keep companionship. It's some kind of, you know, mentorship or reverse mentorship. So both, both of the um, participants could, you know, help each other, basically. Right. Because we also, I mean, you realize that at some point uh, we are trying, you know, to, to make these older people sell us, but they are buyers. Uh, because seventy percent of the world money is uh, in sixty plus age group, basically. Right. So, so what we are doing now, we are busy also, you know, testing this um, packages. Uh, we could uh, companionship packages. We could uh, introduce to to seniors. So here is like students are service providers and the seniors are and, and users. And we say that, okay, children or grandchildren are the buyers. Right. Um, so we also, uh, doing our research, we found that, you know, cognitivity, creativity, and mobility, these three parts are really the essence of aging person. Like in all life. And it, with the time, it really gets worse. So based on these areas, we 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 make uh, we made the, the packages. Um, so I mean, children can decide, or the senior can decide, which of the area he wants to improve. Uh, so it's it's kind of companionship with the content. It's not only you know the the student will would go to 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 senior and they do what like walk in the park, uh, talk about something. So we really wanted, you know, to bring this, uh, this, this content. And it's more about the social part because caregivers are, you know, it's, it's, it's different thing. It's more about assistance, but yeah. uh, there's still a lack of, you know, these people feel, uh, feel very lonely. 
they they are excluded from the society. They already lost their you know either husbands or or yeah. or, or uh, wives. Okay. Uh, not many friends around, so they they basically need you know talk and do stuff there. I mean, no, I, I I understand. My dad is the only reason he he doesn't want to retire is because he doesn't he feel like he won't really have a sense of purpose. You know, once he retires, my father in law is seventy. He just turned seventy and is still working. And it's the same thing. He doesn't want to retire because um, he says, what's he going to do? Um, so I, I, I get it. I, I definitely get it. My mom is looking to retire at the end of this year. And uh, I want to have a deep conversation with her uh, because I want to make sure that, that even though she's got a lot of friends, she's got a lot of family, you still need to have a sense of purpose, you know, in, in your life. Okay. I, um, another question for you. What markets are you in right now? Besides Lithuania, so we are in Lithuania, and uh, we were trying to hit, you know, here in Lisbon. Because uh, I mean, you really need to look uh, in the beginning uh, into into the big cities, actually. Okay. Uh, our our next markets would be Netherlands and Denmark. Okay. Uh, because of different, you know things and the, the healthcare system and because those people are still, you know, okay. active uh, and they still meet, want to be involved in a, in a, in a society. Okay. So east part of Europe really differs uh, from uh, west part of Europe. Um, in east part of Europe, I mean, Lithuania, we can see it's, it's quite difficult because of mindset of where these baby boomers. So I think when like my generation will be there. We will be more open to this kind of, you know, things. Uh, right. More open to new, you know, meeting new people. And, yeah. Uh, it, stuff, basically. In these markets, can people create an account on the platform? In Lisboa uh, and Lithuania and, and Denmark or or not yet? Yeah, so we, uh, we, are, we, are, we are still in the process of building the marketplace. Okay. Okay. Because it's, I mean, it's a challenge because we really want to do matching and to match students with the seniors. Uh, for example, I don't know, I like to play tennis. If there is a senior who plays tennis, we are match. Right, right. So it's not, you know, not, uh, not to, I mean, there has to be some criteria there for those people to meet, basically. Yeah. So it's uh, it's difficult tech uh, tech and tough tech uh, decision there. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's why we're looking for you know investment, <laughs> you know, to to proceed with uh, with our basic platform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's a fascinating idea. I, I'm I'm very happy to speak with you. I've got to run. Um, Arma, so I'm using this phone booth, but I've got to go right now. But I want to thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, anybody listening, feel free to catch the interview on YouTube where you can also see it. Arma, thank you so much for being on the show. Okay. Eric, thank you so much. It was so nice to talk to you. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks.